Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, New York? What's up, everybody? It's your boy State of the State of the New York Knicks podcast. This is episode 157. And we're going to talk about the failed Donovan Mitchell trade and a couple of other things. But let me get right into it, man. Um, this failed Donovan Mitchell trade, it's a, it's a couple of things that I don't like about it. It's a couple of things that I like about it. But I'm going to speak about it from my point of view, and then I'm going to just be objective about my point of view about it. Um, it's a couple of things I don't like about what happened and what's transpired. Um, this first thing that I don't like is the fact that Leon Rose, you sat up here and you spoke about a rebuild, right? And he spoke about how early, um, earlier this season, he spoke about, you know, all the young players and he spoke about RJ Barrett's progression and he spoke about, you know, the team's progression and, you know, spoke highly of his players. Months later, it comes out that he actually put RJ Mitch and Obi Toppin in the deal for Donovan Mitchell. Cool. That's not the part that I'm mad at. I'm mad at the fact that you actually did that. And then after you got told no, to save face, you signed R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson to these deals. That's what it looks like to me, in my own personal opinion. And you had no choice but to re-sign R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson because how would that look? after you failed to trade these guys and you don't resign them. So obviously, of course you had to resign these guys and you signed them to good deals. You know, RJ Barrett, four years, 120 million, Mitchell Robinson, four years, 60 million. But why would you tell me this is a rebuild? And then you put those three guys in trades. Then on top of the fact that you don't even get the guy that you really wanted. Leon Rose was brought here to bring in a superstar three years ago. He has spent over $400 million in James Dolan's money, and he has yet to bring me a superstar. That's another reason why I'm kind of mad, because you didn't get your guy. Even if I don't want to trade R.J. Barrett, even if I don't want to trade some of these kids, right, you still didn't get your guy. You didn't get the guy that you wanted and you coveted. You did not draft R.J. Barrett. So I respect that you had the balls to even put some of these guys in these trades. But you got to have a plan. You got to have a plan A, plan B, plan C. It seems like the Knicks can never get their plan A. They always get plan B. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated at that. I'm tired of it, right? So you didn't get your guy the whole summer. Then you didn't. Then on top of the fact with the Donovan Mitchell trade negotiations, you basically got schooled because you was operating from an idea that you had leverage in this deal and you had no leverage whatsoever. So it was reported Ainge stopped picking up the Knicks phone calls. And on top of the fact that Leon Rose wasn't even on the phone to negotiate this deal. He had a guy who was fired from the Timberwolves on the phone negotiating this deal. That is bad for business, if that is true, allegedly, right? 
so after Ainge schools Leon Rose, a novice at his position, by the way, um, you got exposed in the media because now you're trying to do damage control and you're trying to make it seem like, oh, okay, Nick fans, I put out the best offer possible that I could, and they still said no. Brother, if you wanted Donovan Mitchell, if you want a guy who averaged 20 points since his rookie season, the first time that's been done since Allen Iverson, if you want a guy who has one of the highest points per game total averages in the playoffs in all-time NBA history, you have to up some some something of value in order to get this guy. You don't give value to not get value in return. You don't give up value to not give up get value in return. I don't. I, and you know, Leon Rose, you got to be better with this. The optics look very bad. That's another thing I dislike because after you alienated all of these young guys in this trade. Now you're bringing all of these said young guys back into this locker room. How can these guys look at Tibbs, Leon Rose, and have faith in those dudes? They just tried to trade him. So can I trust you? So when players take their situations in their own hands, I have no problem with it no more. I have no problem with it no more. So obviously... Utah sent Donovan to a place. Wasn't his first choice. Still probably one of his choices. But, you know, Donovan did not thank Utah and his goodbye letter. Um, Well, he kind of did, but he did not tag them in anything. He did not show them the proper... It didn't look like he showed them the proper goodbye message. You know, the proper goodbye love. And... I would, if I'm Donovan and I wanted to be in New York, I would be kind of salty too. But at the same time, Leon Rose didn't seal a deal. So you don't get your guy. You put RJ and these boys. You don't get the guys that you coveted. You put RJ and these boys in trades. You still don't get your guy that you coveted. So now we back to how are we going to consolidate the roster? How are we going to finish consolidating this roster, Right? Um, but don't get me wrong. Looking at it objectively, this is probably a win for the Knicks because you get to keep your you get to keep your assets. Now you can really evaluate your young guys, right? Because you can evaluate them across the board. Um. Now and you can also give Tibbs another year to see. Okay, now we got you a point guard. Let's see what you can do with a functional point guard in this offense, right? And shout-outs to the Quentin Grimes fans. You know, I appreciate you guys. You know, I'm a Quentin Grimes fan myself, but, you know, it's die hard. Quentin Grimes has a whole hive. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys standing up for your guy, right? I know that I call Quentin Grimes Quentin Frank Nilakina Grimes. You know, I'm going to try to get away from that as well. I'm going to try to get away from trolling. And I'm going to try to, you know, really support this guy. If the organization deemed Quentin Grimes untradeable, right, and they deemed him untouchable, then this obviously there's it's something they're seeing behind the scenes that I'm not seeing, that they have the utmost faith in this kid. 
to keep him out as Donovan Mitchell trade. So the pressure's on him. The pressure's on him. The pressure's on R.J. Barrett. The pressure is on those two guys to produce now. The rest of those guys got to produce as well. But those two guys specifically, you got to produce. RJ got to produce from the standpoint of they didn't think you was good enough for you to be for for you to be not untradeable. That's disrespect within itself. So you got to show and prove. Grimes got to show and prove because they deemed you untouchable in a Donovan Mitchell trade, which I believe is asinine. That is blasphemous. But if the organization believes in you, cool. Let me see it. Let me see it. That's what I want. I, I want to see it. Last season, all I could give y'all is what I've seen, right? I've seen a guy who reminds me of Danny Green, a young Spurs Danny Green. That's what I've seen. That's what i personally seen. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we kept the kids. You know, I'm not happy that we don't have Donovan Mitchell on this roster. But, it, you know, we got to move on. You know, we all got it. We all just got to move on. Um, now I got I got some questions about the roster. And shout out to Trigger. I see you, bro. I'm about to um, let you in, let you in here in a second. Um, let me just get these thoughts out first. Uh, you know, my questions about the roster is: What are we going to do with the Randall and Obi Toppin situation? That's first things first. I don't want to rag on Randall. I don't want to rag on Obi Toppin. I'm going to rag on the coach because there's enough minutes to go around for Obi Toppin and Julius Randle. It really is. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to sit here and and, and babble on and cry about, you know, the team's supposedly best player and one of my draft picks who actually is producing now, coming off the bench. And I shouldn't be trying to scream. I shouldn't be screaming at my TV next season. Why is Obi Toppin not getting enough minutes? Why hasn't Tibbs ranked Julius Randle in? Why this? Why that? I would like that situation to be settled for me personally. I would like for the Knicks to trade one of those guys. Trade Randle or trade Obi. Don't bring them both back next season. And it's... Not because I don't want them both back. It's because of the coach. The coach already said he does not like the Randall and Toppin fit together in the front court. The organization already put it out there that they don't like that fit either. So you have to do, you have to settle this situation. And I think it's just for Randall's case. Because imagine if next season Randall's having a bad game. And I want to support this dude, right? I want to support all my Knicks players. But the Knicks got to do them a favor as well. Imagine we go into next season. You got Randall and Obi on the roster. Randall starts off the game, you know, 0-5. Fans are going to start saying that we want Obi. I don't want to go through that no more, personally. I don't, I don't want him rattled. I don't want him thinking about the media. I don't want him thinking about fans in the stands. I just want him focused on basketball and trying to help us win games. And I think that does him a, a disservice if he has to continuously see Obi Toppin on the bench behind him. And then speaking for Obi Toppin, 
I think it does a disservice to him to see Randall on the team because every time he makes a mistake, he's coming out the game. So it doesn't help either player. It like it just literally it it does a disservice for both set players. I would like for that situation to be situated like ASAP. Um, it's understandable that a guy like Obi Toppin, um, basically, I believe he averaged 17 minutes per game last season. Um, and I believe that number went up to about 27 minutes per after the All-Star break. And also due to Julius Randle's quad injury. Um, but I, I, I felt like Obi Toppin minutes was just jerked all last season. Pause. I felt like Obi Toppin was never given the chance to really run and really, you know, get his feet wet. So Toppin averaged 23, 23 minutes per game in the second half of the season after playing 15 minutes per game in the first half of the season. And then his minutes increased to 38 per game in the final five games of the season when Julius Randle sat out with a quad injury, right? It's not enough minutes personally for me. He needs way more than that. He needs at least 30 minutes per game, right? A guy like Julius Randle, he needs at least 30 minutes per game. Even if I don't like Randle, even if I don't like his play style, the man is a walking double-double. He wakes up out of his bed and averages a double-double. So the Knicks need to find a solution with the power forward spot ASAP. You have to find a solution. Because now that we all know Obi Toppin is not going in this deal, now you got to do right by Obi Toppin by giving him the minutes and at least giving him the chance to succeed or fail. Just like how you gave Randall that chance the past three years. I would like for Obi Toppin to get that chance. If it's not on the Knicks, send him to a team where he can start, where he can flourish, so we can all relax ourselves and understand that Julius Randle's not going anywhere, so we can actually sit down and try to at least support this dude. It's hard to try to support both of these dudes without injecting certain narratives into the situation. It's hard. The second thing, this Evan Fournier shit, I can't I, I I can't take it, right? So a couple of things with the Evan Fournier situation is I, I understand what he broke John's record. I appreciate what he did. He's a great teammate. Um this, that, and the third. But you know, I would like for my young boys to get those minutes. For example, Emmanuel quickly. Quickly averaged 21 minutes per game first half of the year. He went up to 27 minutes per game in the, after the All-Star break, right? Quentin Rhymes, a guy who barely played first half of the year. Then he played some minutes after the All-Star break. But remember, Quentin Rhymes got hurt. Cam Reddish, he got DMP'd a lot. Then he started to get his feet wet. But then he got hurt. So... This upcoming season, I would like for the Knicks to trade Evan so we can get a clear situation with the Wings. If you're going to play Emmanuel quickly as the backup shooting guard, 
and have Derrick Rose or backup point guard, whatever, him and Derrick Rose, you know, switch the positions. It does not matter. You have to figure out who is your backup small forward and who is your starting wing next to R.J. Barrett. Now, right now, if I take all narratives aside and I push my emotions aside, right now, a starter is Quentin Grimes. Right now. The way I'm perceiving everything. If if you put if you make Quentin Grimes untouchable and Donovan Mitchell trades, the, the motherfucker gotta start. Six point per game, shooting under 40% last season from the field, shooting under 70% from the free throw line, 38% from three. The shit don't matter. He was untouchable and Donovan Mitchell trades. That man has to start. He cannot give me 14. But I don't, I'm not accepting 13 points per game from him. I'm sorry. Knicks made him untouchable in, in Donovan Mitchell trades. So I expect an all-star out of this guy. I, I think we all should. Just like how I say, you know, R.J. Barry, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be this. He's going to be a future. Grimes better be a damn all-star. Better be. That is a fact. I don't care what he is. I, this is the last time I'm going to mention Grimes stats from last season. That motherfucker better be an all-star if he's held out of, uh, out of a Donovan Mitchell trade. He better be really, really, really good. Or the Knicks really, really, really fucked up. Because I want to love all my young players, but I need to get a great evaluation of them. I cannot do that while Evan Fournier is still on the roster because it's still clunky. I cannot do that. I can't get a good evaluation of Cam Reddish because I know Tibbs will not do right and will play Evan Fournier over these guys. And it's nothing against Evan. I respect Evan as a basketball player. But you got to consolidate the roster. You have to pick a direction. Leon Rose tried to pick a direction. It was one that I didn't like. He wanted he wanted the win now direction. When you trade RJ, Obi, and Mitch for Donovan, that is a win now move. He has a win now mindset. And it was slick. It was slick how he did it too. Because I thought about it this morning. Oh, you signed... Isaiah Harden signed a two-year deal. Oh, you traded for you traded for Cam Reddish. Oh, Isaiah and Cam Reddish was the ones who was going to replace RJ Barrett and, and Mitchell Robinson in the starting lineup. See, that's smooth operating right there, Leon Rose. That's that snake. That's just that's a snake move right there. So I'm thinking those dudes were just brought in to just back up our starters. But another narrative came out came out of that. Once I found out that you traded some of our boys back in June. So how can I believe anything that this man says anymore, man? <laughs> we traded for we traded for Cam Reddish so he could start beside RJ Barrett. Eh, we traded for him to replace RJ Barrett after RJ was going to be traded for Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Leon Rose is such that was such a snake. Snake move right there. Such a snake move. And I, I, I definitely want 
anyways, getting back to the subject at hand, you know, I, big question about the wing position. Who's starting next to R.J. Barrett as well? That's another question I have. Um, I want to know what's the plan with the other position next to R.J. Barrett and next to Jalen Brunson. I want to know, do you want Quentin Grimes in that spot? Do you want Cam Reddish in that spot? Why is that person starting? Why is that person um, uh, um, backing up this person, right? Those are those are some more questions that you got to think about. And um, let me go right here to my notes. So my last thing, right, and Trippy, I'll let you in now. Um, my last thing is, what's the next? What's the next move? What's the next plan? Right. You tried to go win now mode. Your plan failed. So now you got to go all kids now. Because now you got to go all in. So what I mean by all in is, if I'm the Knicks right now, I'm on the phone and I'm trying to get Randall, Evan, and Derrick Rose off the Knicks. Right now, as we speak. Because they tried to win now mode. You tried to trade RJ, Reddit, I mean, RJ, Mitch, and Obi for Donovan Mitchell. You got curved. So since you got curved for your win now move, you got to go all kids now. So I'm hoping within these next two to three weeks, the Knicks find new homes for Randall, Evan, and Derrick Rose. So we can actually see what young boys is what. No excuses for Tom Thibodeau. No excuses for Leon Rose to not evaluate the roster in its entirety. I must see Quentin Grimes get his fair shake. I must see Cam Reddish get his fair shake. I got to see what these guys can do next season. So much pressure. It is so much pressure for a lot of these Nick players to perform next season. And I don't know who got the most pressure right now, but from what I've learned and what I've seen, man, the bo- the Knicks put so much pressure on that boy Quentin Grimes. Because when 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 a person like me and Trippy, you could jump in whenever whenever you're ready, you can unmute yourself. You can jump in, you can talk with me whenever. Um, anybody else smooth? Any one of you guys who want to come up, you want to speak real quick? Um, um, come on, come right along ahead. But um, what's the next move? You know, like I, 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 I would like for the next to at least let me know. Like, what are what are they thinking? What are they, what are they trying to do? How are they trying to move? What is the direction? Um, what is what what is the mindset? Um, Trippy man, what's up, man? You on an episode of State of the New York Knicks podcast? So when I upload this audio, everybody's going to be is going to hear this around the world. But I appreciate you for joining me today. Um, how you doing, brother? And what's up, man? What's on your mind? Good morning, good morning, bro, man. I'm glad to be here, tapping in with everybody. Good morning to all, bro. But truthfully. I'm right on the same page as you. Like, a lot of things that I'm looking at is kind of disrespectful. I see the cat and mouse game that went on. But then when you see certain trades that come out, I look at it like, is that a failure Leon Leon Rose or is that Danny Ainside just trying to make a mockery out of us? You feel me? It's like, who's reporting what? Who's on what team? You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, 
now all of a sudden, why are all of these trades coming out? They should have been came out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I personally feel like, you know, scratch the Donovan Mitchell talks. It happened. It's over with. I'm, I'm past that. You know what I'm saying? Am I upset about it? Of course. It's like, yo, you could have had Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Am I still upset about it? No, because still Leon Rose still managed to do something that we haven't seen done in forever. We still got our young core. We still got hella picks. You get what I'm saying? Now yep. it's just about – and then on top of that, we took majority of his veteran play toys away where we forced him to be like, you know what, you got to play these kids now. After what you said, especially what we all seen since Quentin Grimes basically look untouchable, that's already forcing the fact that the next move to answer that question has to be before you even look into moving to Julius, the only person that needs to get moved before training camp start, you have to get Evan Fournier out the door. I don't even care if you trade him away for a second-round pick. He has to go. It's it's proven facts. You didn't do all of this and didn't want to just include Quentin Grimes in the package to not get Donovan Mitchell, to not – I get at this point to even have him come off the bench. But then that goes into my thinking is even though we keeping Quentin Grimes, I feel like when it comes to training camp, this is when the battle really starts because this is going to be a battle test season. We all know this. The pressure's mm-hmm. on RJ. He got the contract, but he was always included into a talk. You feel me? The pressure's on Mitch because he got his bag, but now we got to see if he stay healthy. The pressure's on Quentin Grimes and uh, Cam Reddish because that's where the, the key battle starts. Who's going to get this spot next to RJ? A lot of us feel like Quentin Grimes should get it. A lot of us feel like Cam should get it. In my opinion, Cam should get it, but I feel like he got to earn that. That's where I say, you know, they got to battle it out. Because either way, we got to test his value. Now, after you make that move, you do that battle test to see who gets the spot. Before the uh, trade deadline, this is when you sit in there and you evaluating Cam Reddish and Julius Randle. You need to sit there, bef- like all the way from now, give them as much minutes as possible. So that way, you know, if they need to be here or by that deadline, you could finally make a move. Because by that point, teams are getting settled in. Teams are going to sit there and still make moves, even though we see these crazy rosters right now, folks. So remember, this is just how it looks on paper. We don't know how nothing's going to look when the actual season happens. We don't know who might get injured. So you got to factor all of that stuff in. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and another thing, too, like, think about the other kids in the locker room. How they gonna be looking at Clinton Grimes going in the training camp? That yeah, they gonna, he, he, it's a target on his back, bro. It's a target <laughs> on him now. Because, because all I could think about the first thing I got up this morning, I was a little hungover, right? Out partying last night. The first thing I thought about was, yo, the Knicks really made Grimes untouchable. And these and uh, these Donovan Mitchell trade talks, you know how much pressure they put on that young man to perform. That motherfucker better be Ray Allen. <laughs> he be, he better be he, he better be better than Michael Finley, the comp that I gave him. He can't be no he can't just be average no more, because I will forever think about him being untouchable in Donovan Mitchell trade talks. You have to see you that. Quentin Grimes situation, you have to see that through now. I would like to see the vision that Nick's brass has for them. I would like to see that played out. Right? I definitely want to see it now. I'm happy that we kept all of our kids. And it's cool. I moved on. Spider-Man is in Cleveland. Oh, well. So, you know, I, I, 
I'm not really too mad about it anymore. I'm just, I'm just praying that these guys don't, don't uh, buckle under pressure, man. Because that's a lot of pressure on Quentin Grimes now. Hey, um, smooth, um, big Mo, what's up, man? Smooth Mo, whoever wanna unmute yourself first, you can. Smooth, what's up, man? How you doing? How you feeling this morning? And what's on your mind, bro? What's What's up, bro? How you feeling? Can y'all hear me? Yep. Yep. All right, well, first thing first, uh, you know, shout out to my boy Mo Trippy. Um, I see TV I fly in the building. Rock was good with it. Um, so, look, man, I, I know as fans, you know, we always want the star player. But in the end, the Knicks, uh, they were smart enough to realize that, they, you know, Utah was asking too much. They didn't want to do business in good faith. Honestly, man, um, just from looking at what was uh, offered and then obviously the counter offer, that that's in itself is still better than what Cleveland gave, you know, Cleveland, you know, offered, right? So it was clear that Danny Ainge, um, it, se- it seems like it was something a little, a little bit personal um, because he should have been agreed to that. Now, I thought it was egregious that Arjun was even in the trade rumor to begin with in the beginning. I think that is insane. And to be honest, going forward, Whoever that star player is that they're going to chase, you know that R.J. Barrett is going to be in those trade uh, trade proposals because they just tried to tra- trade him. You know, so if I'm R.J., I got a chip on my shoulder. All the young guys that were involved, you know, I'm pretty sure they got a chip on their shoulder. Um, but I think I think going forward, um, I'm a little worried about R.J.'s future on the Knicks because how are you going to put R.J. in this trade rumors and not Grimes? And – Yet, Grandma's only averaging, what, 10 to 15 minutes a game, if that. So, it's just crazy that you don't put him in, the, in you know, trade proposals, but you put in your best player. I don't care what anyone says. RJ, to me, is the best player. Um, and, and does he need to work on things like all players do, right? So, we got to stop being so nitpicky. Everybody needs to get better. Uh, so, but I thought it was smart because if you make that trade and you give them all them unprotected picks, then – even if we made this trade, right, mm-hmm. how are we going to build around Donovan? It doesn't make any sense because you can't use your own pick until 2029, and you got to rely on the picks that aren't yours. And we don't even know when those picks are going to convey. So, realistically, it was smart not to do it. And then you would have put Donovan Mitchell with, you know, Brunson and, and uh, Cam, and, and you would have um, Grimes on this team, but you don't have no bench now. So, I'm not mad that they said no, um, but I will say that the next star that they go after, the price just went up because, you know, let's just be honest. Like the 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 players that are going to be available going forward are going to be better than Donovan Mitchell, so that means you're going to have to give up more. And the only way you're going to even have competitive offers besides draft picks is if you play the young guys. Right. So going forward, so going forward, you know, Julius Randle, you don't need to pay, play 37 minutes a game. You could take away seven minutes from him and give those minutes to Obi. And, you know, Obi right there in itself, you know, because he was averaging like 12, that's close to 20 minutes right there. You know, and then if you give him Todd Gibson minutes, which he left to Washington, Obi should get 20, 25 minutes a game. And and you should have a, a fresh Julius Ren, a fresh Obi. And if you're a smart coach, you can figure out ways to make sure they both get their time and they're effective on the court. But you can't have the same offense. It has to be different. So there's a, the pressure starts with the front office because you didn't make the trade, which was fine. 
And then the, next in line, it, it goes down to the coach. Can you build the offense around Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Julius Randle, who we know is going to be here, so they can coexist and play good basketball? You cannot have the same offense. If it, Honestly, if the starting unit had the same offense as the bench, we would be a, a fantastic team to watch because the bench knows how to play basketball. They move the basketball. Nobody's ball dominant. So going forward, you know, no excuses for RJ. You got your money. Now, I thought it was funny how when Julius Randle, you know, when he got his most improved season, he got his money on the spot. But then it's just funny how when RJ's time to get his contract, you make them wait until what, a few days before it's announced that, you know, Spider gets traded to uh, Cleveland. So clearly, so, let me, really let me didn't want to. Real uh-huh. quick. Uh-huh. The reason why they waited to pay RJ is because, remember, they reportedly put RJ in a trade. RJ was in the first trade proposal for Don Right. Ray, Which right? is crazy. Which is crazy in it, within right. itself. Right. So that was the reason why they waited to pay RJ. See, me in good faith, I'm thinking they waiting to pay RJ because, you know, they're trying to get Donovan Mitchell in the building. And then after right. they get him in the building, then we pay him. I, right. That's the case. Continue. No, and I agree. And that's my – and honestly, bro, I was thinking the same thing you were thinking because you you want to pair them together. You know, if you pair yeah. them together, then it's like, okay, now you give them the money. But the way that it went down – that tells you right there, you didn't have int- intentions of really paying them. You just paid them to make it look good on your own part to say, hey, you know, he's a part of the future. No, he wasn't. If he really was a part of the future, you wouldn't even put him in trade discussion. You would have sat there and said, look, RJ is off the table, period, end of story. And going forward, when I hear any rumors going forward about any star player, I don't care if it's Anthony Towns. I don't care if it's Devin Booker because they're all CAA clients. Kyle Kuzma, whoever it is, okay, I don't want to hear no more rumors because, honestly, if Spider really wanted to be here, you know what he would have did? He would have went to Danny Ainge and said, look, if you trade me to Cleveland, I'm not going to play for them. I want to play for the Knicks. So if you really want to be here, you got to let it be known. This is where I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else, you know. And uh, going forward, build the young talent, man. See what you have. Maybe we have an all-star or two if we play the young guys. But we're never going to see it if we continuously choose these veterans over the young guys. So going forward, we're still in a good spot. We got a lot of draft picks. Maybe some of these picks will convey. But, again, the spotlight is on everybody. It's not just the players. It's the front office. Because if we miss the playoffs, I think the front office and the coach is gone. Because at some point, the owner's going to start looking and saying, yo, I, I – I stayed out the way, and you yep. still can't get me a SAR, and and we're still missing the playoffs. I want to make the damn playoffs. So since you can't do it, I'm gonna get somebody here. So everyone starting starting you know a couple of days ago, everyone's gonna be held accountable. It's not just the players. It's not just Julius Randle. Every single person, and I put that in the post. And uh, you know, thanks for letting me come up, bro. You know the vibes. I always want to show love to you. <laughs> yeah, man. I. Yeah. Pressure, you talk about pressure. The 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 man who got the most pressure for next season is Thibodeau. He has to perform. Um, I have to see a great coaching job from him next season because last season I felt like he had the talent. I felt like he had enough talent 
to make the playoffs, and we ended the season 37 and 45. But that stretch where we went 1 and 10 in the month of February doomed us from the start. And it could have been avoided if Tibbs would have just allowed quickly to start. And that's just my personal opinion. I believe if Tibbs would have started quickly with Grimes early, we would have never been in the rut that we was in. Um, last season was just a coaching failure to me. It, it, it had nothing to do with talent or, or anything like that. Um, can, I ask you a, can I ask you a question before you go to Mo? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Based off of these trade rumors, right, that, but, you know, that went down, and even though it didn't go through, uh-huh. we both feel that it was egregious that they even put RJ in the discussion. Do you think – I think depending on the next star that's available – uh-huh. That that Arch is gonna be in that deal because honestly, I don't think he's gonna finish his contract. I, I really don't, bro. Because how could you even put him in the discussion right now? I mean, he's twenty two years old. Like, why would you even consider trading him? But you want to keep Randall on the team. So going forward, bro, I, I gotta be honest. I, I, I don't. I don't think. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Wait, I disagree with champ. that. But wait, wait, champ, champ, this is a podcast. This is not a regular spaces. When Smooth is talking, you will not jump while and while he's talking. Please do not jump in. I want to keep it, you know, cordial. I want to keep it, you know, functional. I want to keep it simple. I don't want people talking over each other, champ. So please just, you just got to wait your turn, bro. And I'm going to let you eat, bro. You can speak as much as you want. I promise you. Smooth, finish your point, And then, champ, you can jump right in. But please do not jump in while somebody else is talking because I want to – when the audio plays back, I hate to hear that. I, I really hate to hear that shit. So my bad, champ. But keep going, Smooth. My, my fault. No, but I'm just saying going forward, um, I just think that depending on that star, um, the price is going to go up, and I think he's going to be involved in those, you know, future rumors because we know what's going to happen. And I, I got to be honest, bro, I do not see him finishing his career here. Just from the simple standpoint that they already tried to trade him, you know, and we don't even know how he feels personally about this. So, again, you know, especially if you're going to get, you know, some more CAA clients, like if it's Carantini Towns, you can, you better believe he's going to be in those rumors. Yeah. Like that, that's just a fact. Like that's why I'm saying it depends on who it is. But I, I got to be honest, bro. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that because now you put a target on Brown's back also, you know, and, and I felt like that's unfair. Because this kid is averaging 10 to 15 minutes and you're saying he's untouchable, basically. So I, I just feel like going forward, you know, depending on who it is, I got to be honest, bro. I don't think no one's untouchable going forward. And, you know, I'm, that's just my take, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm kind of scared as well. Um, it's a scary thought. I put out a tweet like two weeks ago. Any organization that chooses Tibbs and Randall over R.J. Barrett, everybody should be fired. Um, I meant that tweet. This organization, this current management, um, and I want Mo or, or Champ or any one of you two to jump jump in jump in this conversation after I finish saying this, but this management has lost me completely. Um, I don't trust them. I don't trust Leon Rose. He's a liar. I don't trust Thibodeau. He's also a liar. Um, 
I don't know what's World Wide West's job. He's just out here just collecting checks. Um, it seemed like Scott Perry's the only adult in the room. Leon Rose wasn't even on the phone for trade negotiations. He had a guy who was fired from the Timberwolves on the phone handling trade negotiations. That's not how a boss conducts business. That's not how I want my boss to conduct business. You talk to the boss directly. You don't never send the middleman to talk conduct business for you. What weed dealer you know who's the plug sends his middleman to talk to you? The plug gonna want to talk to you his damn self. So that was uh, that was ridiculous. And then to drag it on for two months, how does... I really need to know who in the organization signed off on trading, on wanting to trade RJ. Because Leon Rose has to sign off on that. He's already on the hot seat for me. But who suggested that? Was it Tibbs? Yo. Was it Paul Perry? Was hey. it... I, I, I gotta know. Um, TJ, what's up, Brody? What up, bro? Um, after, um, at, real quick, TJ, after you speak, champ, I definitely want to get you in here. King, I see you. I'm going to allow you to come in. Uh, just give it about a couple of minutes because I want to keep it simple. Try to keep at least like eight, like six people in here. So, King, I'll let you in like 20 minutes. But, um, TJ. TG, man. That's a G, bro. Oh, TG. Oh, TG. You can just call me Fly. Niggas can just call me Fly, bro. Yo, TG, fly, yeah, fly. that's some rap shit. But, um, my bad. Go ahead. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't want to cut you off. I just, I just wanted to remind you. I want you to keep speaking because you were making valid points. But I just want you, I just wanted to remind you that. Mm-hmm. Like we really can't trust the media, bro. Right. Because, and I don't know what, what in the beginning of the summer, like July, it was reported that the um RJ offer was and was made by the Jazz. That's what the Jazz wanted. For me, now that everything came out, now niggas is saying that it was the Knicks that offered the, the that package. But I don't want I don't want niggas to forget when it was first reported, it was what that's what Danny Ainge wanted. Feel me? He wanted, he wanted RJ, he wanted Mitch, and he wanted um a certain amount of picks. I don't remember the picks, but I blatantly remember, I vividly remember that that was Danny Ainge. That was that was Danny Ainge initiating that. That was his first offer. Like I want this. Feel me? I don't know. I don't know when niggas decided to switch it, but I think we got to take everything that we had with a grain of salt. But I want you to finish your point. I just wanted to remind niggas of that. So that's a great point, what you just said. Um, yeah, we can't trust the media no more. Um, Shout-outs to Ian Bagley. Shout-outs to Mark Berman. Um, they both do great work. They, they're great reporters for the Knicks. Um, I appreciate both of those guys. But they also got media fucked this summer. Um, Ian Bagley reported early June. And this was, this, this, this had me shaken up. I, I, I was kind of tight with Ian Bagley. Shout out to Ian Bagley. But he reported early in June that the Knicks offered, I believe it was either the Knicks or Utah. One of these two things happened. The Knicks offered Mitchell Robinson and three unprotected and three picks for Donovan Mitchell. I believe the reporter offer was. It was. But what Ian Bagley did not report in that same said tweet was Obi and R.J. Barrett 
was in that deal. Now, was that to save face for Leon Rose? I don't know. But now that all the all the facts came out, it looked like a save face tweet. And now that all of these, you know, the Knicks offered R.J. Barrett, they offered this at the third, they offered their best trade package. All of this information is coming out to try to make Leon Rose look good, to try to make it seem like he offered the best possible package for Donovan Mitchell. Um, I, I'm I'm so done with Leon Rose. And Mo, it, whenever you're ready to, to jump in to speak, you can. Um, Champ, I see you. If you want to unmute yourself, you can speak. Oh, Mo. Oh, I'm going to be real quick because I'm working, bro. I just want okay. a lot of people to remember something. A lot of people are thinking right. too much with their heart and thinking with their head. Like, I understand we're Knicks fans. I understand we value our players. But sometimes overvaluing the players is getting a lot. And I'm hearing from a lot of people, I wouldn't trade R.J. Barrett and two picks to Donovan Mitchell. That's the way you're thinking that's fucking crazy. I love R.J. Barrett. My favorite player on the Knicks. Great player, 22-year-old. Keeps on getting better. Donovan Mitchell's a perennial all-star, 25 years old. Hasn't even his time yet. So a lot of talks is coming from the heart as a fan. Sort of coming from logistics and reality from building a team. So I want to keep RJ on this team. I like that they kept him here. Um, I just feel like this should allow every player to understand you're not that fucking guy yet. You haven't proved anything yet. You haven't given the opportunity to prove anything yet because you haven't played in a lot of minutes for a lot of the young guys. But now, instead of just talking to talk and thinking that you're something special, prove everyone wrong. Show everybody why you should be on this team. Show everybody why you should continue to play. Like, now is your time to fucking shine. You put that work ethic in, you get your time, and you can play. But don't tell me that you wouldn't trade RJ Barron for this or that. State beside you. And now I want State's followers to stop coming in my DMs. State, tell you people, bro, that mean you're a boys. They think that we actually have beef with each other. And they're fucking coming at me, State, talk to you. So tell these people, bro, that we're boys and we don't have beef. But we just always debate about certain shit and that's why we're friends. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't bother me. Um, listen, man, Mo, I hear you. You can fuck off. I'm not trading R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell. He is untradeable. I'm not trading him for nobody. This organization is filled with a bunch of dummies. To even think about trading your best prospect um, in the past 20 years for Donovan Mitchell, and you're going to tell me that another guy on my same set team is untouchable, who just finished averaging six points. That's all it, bullshit. You're right. It's egregious. So, no, no, it's fucking disgusting. You're right, but I don't believe the cap that's going on in the fucking media to make Leon Rose look good or to make Danny Ainge look bad. It's all fucking bullshit to talk. But the, the most important thing to get out of this is that you locked down your 22-year-old on probably the second fucking cleanest contract in the whole league right now at $120 million. So now take advantage of it. Put them in the best position to win. You weren't able to get Donovan Mitchell. That didn't happen. So do the right thing now. Move on from Julius Randle. Move on from Evan Fournier. Give these kids the things that you were supposed to do last season. If you developed these kids properly last year by not, not playing the vets and actually let them grow to become a fucking valuable asset, then you would have made a fucking cleaner deal this year for Donovan Mitchell. Now you have these kids. Move on from Evan. Move on from Randle. Let the kids play consi like consistent minutes. Let them play 25-plus minutes a night. See what you have in them and try to build this team with the amount of flexibility you have. Nine picks for the next five years. 11 picks for the next seven. Do what you got to do the right way. No more fucking excuses. Stop being fucking quiet and do something. Right. And um, I strongly agree with that. So let's really move on. Right. Let's move on from the whole, you know, Donovan Mitchell situation. And let's think about the next move. And if I'm looking across the NBA and I'm looking at just I'm looking at teams and I'm looking at players and I'm looking at 
who's possibly a player I can I could try to get and, and and I can try to to steal from another team. I will say this, and I found this very interesting. Um, I read an article last night, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know put this room out there, but you know the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets are actually having problems right now. And it's three problems. The first problem with the Hornets is LaMelo Ball is going to be up for a max contract soon. We all know how his father is. And we all know how cheap Michael Jordan is. That's the first issue I read read, uh, pertaining to this um, article. The second thing that I read was the Miles Bridges legal troubles. Um, I pray for I pray for Miles. I pray for his family. Um, I pray for for his son. I pray for his wife. You know, I, as a kid who has grown up around you know uh, domestic violence, um, not between my father and my mother, um, between my mother and my sister's father. You know, growing up around that that bullshit, I Miles Bridges should not be playing basketball next season. Um, he needs to take a year off. Personally, for me speaking, I don't want to see him play basketball next season. He needs to get his legal troubles together. Um, as a black man, you know, I sympathize for him. You know, shit happens. You know, women are crazy. You know, they say crazy stuff. You know, you might knock them upside their head or some. They get you that mad. You, you, they punch you. you. Quick reflex, you might hit them. You, it, you never know what can happen behind closed doors. But those pictures of that woman's face was very egregious. So, I, once again, like, I pray for Miles Bridges. He does not need to play basketball next Yo, stay with all due respect, he shouldn't be playing basketball ever again in the NBA. That motherfucker should be three to five years in fucking jail. You don't beat a fucking woman and beat your fucking child and think you can play ball again, bro. Like that, with all due respect, bro, no motherfuckers are coming to try beating their fucking wife or beating their fucking baby mama, beating their kid, too, and try to get a job back in the NBA and get another opportunity. He fumbled the bag. He's a fucking idiot. He should be doing three to five years in jail, bro. Fuck that. That's true. That is true. No matter what the situation is, bro, I'm not saying that a woman can hit you in a flight. No, she can hit you. You can push her away. But for you to beat the shit out of a window, fuck that. That's bullshit. That is true. And one more thing, uh, just to add on to what Mo just said, just to add on to what Mo just said, Uh and on top of that, he threw her phone off of the balcony so she can't even call for help. That shit was corny. Right. And I will never, ever, ever stand by Miles Bridges' actions when it comes to that, right? He does not need to play basketball next season. So they have a hole at the power forward spot, right? So the third thing that I read, and this is going back to LaMelo Ball, is his camp ain't happy. Um, they looking around in Charlotte, and they're seeing that their roster is just devoid of talent, and they want upgrades on the roster. So when I'm looking at the Knicks – and I see us trying to consolidate. Maybe we can we can ship um, thirty over there. You know, try to give them some help. Maybe they could ship us back uh, a, a player or two. Try to give us some help. That, so, oh, go ahead, go ahead, stay finish. So, um, you know, I think the Hornets would be a good trade partner for the Knicks. Um, I think the Knicks should should wait. I think we should absolutely wait for the next young 
superstar. I'm talking young star. A guy like that's like LaMelo Ball of that ilk, somebody of that ilk. We need to wait for that guy and then trade for that said guy. But um, what's up, Brutus? Uh, shout out to you. How you doing? Man? Yo, what's happening, peoples, man? You know, nice here on a Saturday on a Labor Day weekend, man. We I'm seeing that we chopping it up. You know, but that that's very wishful thinking, um, state. And um, I actually put up a a deal that actually would work for us. Um, we we actually would get rid of Randall and Evan Fournier, but we'd have to take back um Gordon Haywood's. But Gordon Haywood only has two years, and um, we also could get PJ Washington, but. The Hornets, well, number one, Michael Jordan, even as cheap as he might seem to be, or he is, uh, he is going to offer the Mellow Ball that max extension. He's not even going to play around with that. That So whoever wrote that, I I, I just think that that's out of their thinking. I, I, I believe 100% he will offer LaMelo Ball the, uh, the max rookie extension. So LaMelo is going to sign it because they all have. Um Next thing, their talent-wise, okay, they could just elevate. You know, they still have Kelly Oubre on that team, right? Um, and you have P.J. Washington that can move in at to the power forward spot. So, I mean, if he doesn't come to us in that kind of deal, like if they really want Julius. So I think uh, Miles Bridges is a big loss. There's not, a, there's not a question to that. It's almost like losing your best player, let's say, to an injury and he's out for the year. How do you make up for it? Do you do something stupid and sign uh, a Julius – I mean, and trade for Julius Randle for four years at that money? Or do you just try to patchwork it? And they also have some young kids that they need to also develop, some young bigs coming up that they need to develop That's that, that could play the four position. But you still have Kelly Oubre who could start at small forward. You have P.J. Washington. You have um, Mark Williams that they just drafted for center. And then you got that backcourt of LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier. They are, are not going to be losing Miles Bridges. You can't make up for that. He was a starter. He played great for them last year, but he's a fucking bum. So, you know, he wants to to, to, to terrorize women and children. So. Like Mo said, I think he needs at least minimum two years out of the league, if not more. But we see in in these leagues how it works. We just seen a very egregious uh, sex offender and 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 uh, Deshaun Watson only get eleven games suspension and five million dollar fine. I, I believe that you know, like a guy like Miles Bridges would have been due to make over a hundred million would be jumping at jumping for joy to pay $5 million and miss, let's say 50 games. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping they don't do that. I'm hoping his ass sits out for two years minimal. Real quick. Yes, sir. I, I, kind of a touchy subject, but all right. The Deshaun Watson situation to me is different from the Miles Bridges, Bridges situation. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I feel mm. like Deshaun, I feel like Deshaun, he's a famous black quarterback who has right. women 
throwing themselves at him every day. If there is 22 women coming out saying that he's done something to them, 22. 25, 25. 25. And this comes out after he acts off of the Texans, I kind of got to cause the pause for that. Because it's 25 women. So you mean to tell me 25 women you forced yourself apart? I can't really, I can't really believe that story all the way. Now, Miles Bridges, that man needs to not play basketball next season. At oh, all. yeah, there's no question. But, I, I mean, but the NBA has given second chances because they gave Jason Kidd a second chance. And I that's know true. that's know, true. Yes. No, his history. Yes. Anybody, anybody who's watched basketball knows Jason Kidd's history. So if they gave him a second chance, you Miles Bridges is going to get a second chance. He's definitely but, going to get a second chance, but yeah. it shouldn't be in the near future, at least two years, in my in my opinion, because that's the ban. Yo, cats used to get banned for two years for weed, man. You know what I'm saying? If you failed three drug tests, which at the time weed was part of that, you faced an automatic two-year ban, or you, you know, from the NBA. Cats lost their careers behind weed. You know what I'm saying? We've seen it happen in football, too. Cats lost their weird, their, their careers behind weed. You know, that's ridiculous. Um, this is this is much more, much, much, much more serious. And I, I, I'd love to see the day when the, the punishment becomes worse for those these types of actions against women than it is for smoking some fucking weed. I strongly agree. Um... That yo, I, I have no words for that Miles Bridges story. Um, I just when when I see stories like that, I just think about like who do you who do you keep around? Like what what kind of gro- other grown men are you around? Yo, bro, what, you what, see he a rapper? Yeah, 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 right. He wants to be a rapper. So rapping, drinking, lean. He's bug, bro. He 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 got whatever's coming to him. That's on him. And it's not good. I can only imagine. R.J. Barrett <laughs> rapping and drinking lean as a New York Nick. Do you know what I would say about this man? I don't care about the rapping stuff. But we blacking on him. Bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 Damn. Man, <laughs> man, man, oh man. Um, but you know, shout out to shout out to 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 all the women around the world. Um, I don't condone yes, that, that to the queens. Rape. Um, this is why I appreciate. Uh, I gotta get. I gotta give time to appreciate a guy like Julius Randle, um, a family man, uh, a guy who who I think he's a a, a good citizen. Um, he never gets in trouble, even though he has his his shit on court. But he's still a great person. He's a great human being, and I'm glad that he's a good. He's actually he's an actual good vet because <laughs> he has a wife and kids. He's situated. He has a family. Shout out to Derrick Rose as well, because he's situated. He has a wife and kids. He has a family. Uh, so you gotta give you, you gotta give a shout out to, to these guys um, at certain times. I'm only gonna be on here for another thirty minutes, so I'm about to just uh, 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 get everybody to talk real quick. Um, I see I see you, Ma- Malaysia. I see you, Vince. Uh, fly, go. 
and then um, Fly Go, and then Champ, and then Vince in Malaysia. I'm going to get y'all up here to get y'all peace, and then we're going to get out of here. All right, so I just wanted to – I'm going to bring it back to that trade, but not necessarily about Donovan Mitchell. Uh Um, Julius Randle is in the Knicks' future, bro. Right. Um, And I I feel like that because for the Knicks to want to get off RJ instead of Grimes, it looks like they were trying to put together a team that could coexist with Donovan Mitchell, Randle, and Brunson, right? Only for right. the simple fact that if they have all four in RJ, um, Mitchell, Brunson, and Randle, that's too many cooks in the kitchen. And we all know that that could, that could potentially be, I mean, not good for us. Yeah. Um, I think they really in it for the long haul with Randle. I mean, and, and they got to pick a direction, bro. Like they have to pick a direction, and and if they don't trade Fournier and Randall, or if they're not trying to, then we know <clears throat> we know what direction we're headed in, right. and it's 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 in the middle. For me, um, I think that uh, for the Knicks not to make the trade, I was happy that they didn't because I felt I felt like it wouldn't have been the right time. Like right. like we were we were in the bottom half. We're and we're at the bottom. Essentially, we're at the bottom, right? That trade would have brought us to the top of the bottom tier. <laughs> For me, we'd, we'd have went from 11 seed to like uh, 7, 8, 9 first round exit every trip. That team, that trade that um the Cavs did, it made them, it took them, that was like their, their final play. For me, that was their final piece all-in trade. And it don't affect them how it would have affected us if we would have did the same shit as pardon me, if we would have did the same thing as far as picks and compensation and, and the three players and all of that. So right. I'm not I'm 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 glad they didn't make that trade, but moving forward, they gotta play the kids that they didn't want to give up. Cause I forgot who was talking about it earlier. Somebody it might have been you where, where we didn't value these kids enough to play them last season and it it came back to shoot us in the foot. For me because I don't think we overvalue we 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 don't overvalue them, or we matter of fact we do we we overvalue them and nobody else has the same um, value for them as us because they don't see them play. For me, we 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 watch them on a nightly, so it might look like like the value might make sense for us, but ultimately, bro. When you when everybody else around the league is looking at quickly OB, they first thing they're gonna do is look at these niggas. Uh, they first thing they're gonna do is look at the stats. Like Grimes averaged six points. IQ shot thirty something percent from the field. OB averaged nineteen minutes. So it's like all of that gotta go up. I think Brunson is drastically gonna improve everybody from a field goal percentage standpoint because we didn't have no shot makers. We didn't have no playmakers. I mean, Randall is a is a is a triangle being forced into a square peg, but moving forward, bro, I want to see the youth play. If Tibbs can ad- adapt, he has to die. Send him to fucking. I mean, send him to the front office. Send him. Send him wherever wherever he could make sense of whatever whatever he got. But like the Knicks, I, I feel like they're halfway adjusting to the to the current temperature of the NBA. And it's better than it has been, but like it got to be better. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. It got to be better. Yo, I, I don't I don't blame you, Fly Man. I, we'll see, we'll see. Um, 
So, you know, the last two, um, champ, unmute yourself. Um, how you doing, brother? Uh, or how you doing, man? Uh, listen, up? listen, listen, my brother. Listen, my arm hurt. It was a long time when I had my hand up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good, brother. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a lot to say. But I'm trying to cram it in because I know Miss Malaysia would like to get in and 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 Mr. Vince. Um, to your earlier points, to you, Mo, Fla, um, I could, I couldn't agree more. You guys were a hundred percent spot on on everything you said. Um, which is rare because I am super combative in these spaces, so I give a lot of pushback. Um. We listen to a lot of beat writers and reporters and all of this in the beginning of the summer going on like God of a major situation. Oh, we're going to get him here. Oh, we're going to get him there. We've listened to everybody. It was to the point where we were listening to their assistant's assistant. And everybody's trying to piece this puzzle just to break it in. Like, oh, my God, Donovan's here, Donovan's here. Remember early on when we was – um. We was going at Donovan potentially coming here for nothing. They were saying, like, oh, yeah, you just give up draft picks or you give up young players, one or the other, but that's it, and that should do it. And we was like, oh, yeah, that's going to do it. They were like, no. Then we heard that, oh, RJ is untouchable. He's the only one untouchable. Then we heard, well, no, um, it's going to be Obi. No, first we said it was going to be Grimes. It was going to be either Grimes with either one of Obi and Quickly. Then it was like, nah, it doesn't make sense because we need quickly. So maybe Obi because, you know, Julie's got to still be here because we're trying to move him. We can't move him. So Obi got to got to go to he gets some minutes. Then it turns out, right, cool, Brown's on the table. RJ, now we want RJ. Where the fuck did RJ come from? He's untouchable. All right, cool, we're going to entertain the idea of RJ. So you want RJ? Cool, you get two unprotected picks. What are you doing? Nah, we don't want that. We want RJ, we want four picks, and we want Grimes. Hang the fuck up. Like, what are we talking about here? Everybody was throwing their little suggestions out, and we honestly cannot trust shit. We don't know what was said, what was being said. We even heard, we've had so much time with Utah fans in these spaces to where they're going off of their radio stations. Remember when that fake ass, uh, I guess, radio personality of the Utah Jazz who's supposed to be so respected to where... He almost broke the, the, the news that Donovan Mitchell is a Nick. Like, <laughs> yeah. all of this shit. Like, we went through so much hoopla for what? For for him not to be a Nick. Literally, before he went to the um to the to the Cavs, before we even signed RJ, we just heard that Cleveland pulled out. That was the only team that was said that they pulled out, but Cleveland pulled out. Miami never said they pulled out. They just didn't have the bastards, so they were still going for Kevin Durant. So they wasn't out of it, but they didn't was out of it. Everybody else tried, but they said it was out of it. They was just out of it. Cleveland was the only team that we out of it. That was some backhanded shit. You sure? You sure you really out of it? It went from them saying they out of it, right, to it to a couple of days later they're saying, "Oh well, um, we're not trading this person, this person, or this person." I think I say I was out of it. What are we talking about here? Stay, like, help me understand, please. Because I, I, I don't get it. We listen to Mike Scotto, Andy Larson, 
Tony Jones. We listening to uh, <laughs> Berman. Endless list. Endless list. <laughs> Berman. Uh, uh, this person, that person. Like, we really going for these sources. And I feel like it was a lot of, maybe it was dissension before Donovan. But it was a lot of dissension as far as Donovan because, oh, yeah, we don't want these players. No, we want these players. No, we want to keep these players. No, we want to move these players. We want to keep these players. We went through so much these couple of months. Honestly, it was a whole event. We literally made it to the NBA season next month to training camp and a week and a half for this whole Donovan Mitchell situation. Like, we literally just fast-tracked the summer. But that's 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 Leon Rose's fault. Um for not sealing the deal and letting this continue to linger. I, I, Either I, that or he should have pulled out, State. He should have He should have made the announcement that we out. You know, once they yep. kept moving the bar, we should have just said we out. Yep. And you know, I, I blame that on Leon, bro. I, I, I blame I it on Leon. I blame it on Leon. If he wasn't serious, then – but then again, you got to give a lot of blame to Danny H too because he dragged him out. We, we can't sit there and say – all right, June 1st, Donovan Mitchell on the, on the block. All right, cool. What you need? What you need? What you need? Then June 28th hit. Oh, uh, Danny Ainge is like, you know, we want this person, that person, this person, that person. And now he's like, all right, what, what are we doing? Like, uh, can we get a trade or not? All right, cool. July 1st, the Knicks said they don't want Donovan Mitchell. Now we all would have heard so much shit. Oh, why not? Why this person didn't go in? Why this pick didn't go in? What could have been? You know what I mean? We would have bombed on him then. Right. It just took a couple of months. So I can't even sit there and put all blame on Leon because at the end of the day, just like in the draft to get Jaden, he tried. He fucking tried. I can't I can't get mad at him about that. You know what I'm saying? Even with the whole RJ Barrett inclusion and stuff like that, right? It's hard to get talented two-way wings in this league. So I feel you on that. States could throw him in there. Um... But at the same time, I think most said it. You gotta prove yourself. Stuff, people like people like RJ. I love because he's not gonna be salty and mad. Like, oh, you throw me in a trade? Yo, get me the fuck out of here, bro. He not like that. It's like, oh, where are you gonna trade me? All right, all right. Now I'm gonna bust their ass. Now, granted, you have to realize we have him for four years, so it's not like he's on a expiring deal to where he's an unrestricted free agent next year. So he like, I right, fuck you. I'm going back to Toronto. Right. It, it, ain't, it ain't like that. We just locked him up for four years. So now, for four years, talk your shit to me. You going to trade me, Leon? I bet. Now watch what I do. Yeah, go ahead. Show me. Show me what the fuck you do. Right. Make an all-star appearance. Be a perennial all-star after that. Make a four, make an all-star team within the four years that we got y'all, at least three out of the four. To where now we can give you the super, the super mass contract or whatever the case may be. To where you cannot refuse it or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? But, like, stuff like that makes him so – I don't mind that. I like that. That's, that's, that's that back and forth that you want with your best player. You want to feed that ego. You want to bring out that hunger. So, I don't mind that. But at the same time, I think if he was to make an all-star appearance or at least knocking on the door – even though he was knocking on the door, maybe people don't want to admit that. He was knocking on the door last season with that 20-point um, average. Um, and he would have been higher if he'd have made his free throws. He'd have been a uh, damn near 24-point average player. So Hold on, knocking on the door of what, champ? Of an all-star? Champ. Averaging like 20- yeah, yeah, you get me? No, it went out. <laughs> oh, okay. 
knocking on the door and started being an all-star if he made the free throws efficiently. Oh, yeah, but the all-star, all-star, by the half-season time, his, his stats were still down, man. By the time all-star break, he didn't really break out until after the all-star break. So he, oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah. So he's averaging around 18 points before the break, and then after the break, he started like, Right, you know, he was. He was really. Okay, I mean, you, his percentages you. was down, so he would not have been in the mix at that time. But okay, but okay. his second half should make him worthy if he has a good first half this year. Right, well, right, right. Hopefully, I got you. well, well, hopefully, um, he has a great first and second half going in the next season. Yeah, that's true too. But the whole entire year, but what well, yeah. a point guard that's going to set his ass up. So, so that's oh, a fact. So, I mean. Listen, man, I, I love your points, champ. Let me try to get um, Malaysia in here real quick. I got you, I got you, I got you. Um, Miss Lady, can you please unmute yourself? Um, how you doing? It's, I'm doing good. How you doing? I, I'm okay. Hi, everybody right. up here, too. All right, all right. So so what's up, man? What's on your mind about the Knicks? Um, um, I just, I just want to say, y'all not that. I, I get y'all. I know y'all want Spider to save the day, like Spider Man and all the um, Spider Man movies. I get it. Y'all thought, you know, Spider Man, you know, Spider Mitchell, excuse my French, was gonna come and save y'all. I get it. I know. I know. And I get it. y'all been through some stuff since you know the time where do uh, the last commissioner got the little frozen envelope and got y'all, you know, Patrick Ewing after he left y'all. I you know, I, I, I get. It. I, I just want. I just want to ask y'all something. Okay. Hold, hold on, Miss Malaysia. I got a question for you before you finish speaking. I got. I gotta ask every because you said y'all. So when I hear people say y'all, I had to cause the pause. First part of this question is: Is you a Nick fan? Second part of this question is: If you're not a Nick fan, who are you? Uh, uh, what What is your team? Like, who is your team? Well, I got I got to ask this question. My fault, Miss Malaysia. I got to cut you off and ask you this question because I I, I got to know. I just want I just wanted this. I just came up here just to okay. say, okay. I just I'm I'm I ask you because because you know I I I don't have no hatred towards the Knicks. I just want y'all to go save my boy Lamelo out of Charlotte. I'm oh, just asking y'all to do that, but he, uh, if y'all don't want to do that, I go to I go to some of my buddies on the West Coast. I go to some of my buddies that, that support the West Coast. Okay, so please save Miles Charlotte because y'all know y'all don't know y'all think y'all think it's hell where y'all at. Y'all think y'all situation is hell. Ever try to hire Mitch Kupchak at your gym and you'll see hell for sure. For sure, you see hell. You think y'all in hell now with Leon? This Leon guy, go hire Mitch Kupchick and see what hell look like. See what the hell. Oh, I, I yeah, yeah. Go have a coach named James Borrego that look like he got stumped by somebody's face with a toupee and ask him to coach your team. Go, go. You, you show you some hell. Show you. I'll show y'all some hell down there. That is, this hey, is hey, hell. Hey, Malaysia, quick question. <laughs> Didn't y'all fire y'all coach and then bring him back like two months later? Y'all couldn't get nobody else. No, no, I ain't Charlotte. I, I, I support you know who 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 just got the W. Oh. But I, I'm just saying, I'm a little mellow fan. I just oh, want y'all to save him. I go west. I or 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 I go to Southern California. 
It's either, either the people that I associate with that support Southern California. It's either one of y'all. Please go save them. Because in Sean, it's hell. <laughs> it's hell. Yo, I never... <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to Malaysia. My fault. I had to mute everybody real quick. Because <laughs> it's crazy how you mention a team and a player, and then that said player, a said fan of that said player, could pop out of the woodwork and just literally could tell you, can y'all please come save this man? <laughs> Malaysia, trust me. I would love to save LaMelo Ball from Charlotte. Oh, see, the Knicks are – let's take a little story back real quick, right? The the Knicks is fucking stupid, right? Two years ago, you could have started Frank Nelikina and Kevin Knox. The Knicks chose to start Alfred fucking Payton and Mo fucking Harkless, and you won – 21 fucking games before the season stopped. You get the eighth overall pick and you draft Julius Randle's backup. Where's the logic in that? Where's the foresight in that? How do you how do you see a see this is this is why I love love my foresight? Because I can see an NBA prospect from a mile away. And I could be like, yo, that dude's going to be a superstar. You watching LaMelo Ball in Australia. You know this man is going to be a superstar when he touched the league. We don't talk, I don't talk bath with percentages. I mean, I don't talk, I don't talk basketball with percentages. We don't go to math class to watch basketball. So when people say, oh, LaMelo Ball three-point percentage is low in Australia, I don't give a shit. He'll get better. But he's six fucking eight. You don't bet six eight point guards is like Mewtwo's and Pokemon. There's only one of them. There's only one of them. It ain't rare. They're rare as fuck. So, uh, see, that's the, the that last thing before I get out of here. Um, shout out to New and John. Y'all, y'all came in so late. Um, I'm about to actually go to New Jersey. I'm about to go actually go get um, fitted for a suit. My cousin is actually having a wedding this year, <laughs> which is crazy. So, <laughs> why? Why you laugh? Like what? <laughs> what did I miss? No, <laughs> is it, a good it, thing? It, it is a good thing. No, it's a good. It's a great thing. It's just you know, I, like it's just my first cousin getting married in in my generation. You know. Uh, my generation, I'm 32, so all my cousins is around my age. So, like, he's the first out of all my cousins to actually get married. Like, yeah, I, it, it's beautiful. I'm just laughing because, <laughs> like, <laughs> when you felt married, like, <laughs> I just felt like when he did that, you was like, <laughs> sucker. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would love to be married one day. Absolutely. Same you same get way. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and be 50 years old. By my own damn self, you you go fuck yourself with that. <laughs> you, you can promise that. But um, shout out to shout out to Malaysia man. Uh, we definitely will try to save Lamelo Ball. Um, hopefully Lavar Ball 
uh, uh, strikes up enough bullshit over there in Charlotte because that now last thing is you want to give up multiple unprotected picks. LaMelo Ball is a guy you give up full unprotected picks for. You know what I'm saying? Like, can, oh, can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Again, y'all think y'all going to really negotiate with Michael Jordan. This man, Michael Jordan, got upset at this, the, 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 the staff down there in Charlotte because they were wearing LaMelo's shoes. They got <laughs> upset. He had to make a rule. What? In his organization. I got this from, got this from somebody. And that, that went to a Charlotte game and was wondering why the workers wasn't wearing LaMelo's Pumas anymore. And one of the workers said that Jordan did not want us to wear no more Pumas. He wanted us to wear Jordans. So let me tell you, how y'all probably not going to... Jordan probably, if, if he could... I, I'm just saying, y'all, let's see if... I don't think it's going to be that hard to negotiate with someone that ain't bright that is mixed cup jack. That really ain't bright. He's he's really probably the dumbest GM in the league. I'm telling you, the, the straight <laughs> dumbness. Y'all look at this IQ test. He got F. Oh, what, he what, got F. So, so wait, that's how it's dumb he is. Mitch You see how the damage he left in LA, and they hate him. You know they don't like him. I bet Gene Buss say he got F on his IQ rating too. So uh, you you probably not gonna give up Jack. I'll be like, really? We we actually we actually can give y'all a chocolate bar for this dog? Yeah, not, I, I, I do, I, yeah. I, I, that's all they gonna be. Charlotte. I think that's I think all they gonna be. I think that's all they gonna be. Remember what they did with remember they did with Gordon Haywood because we was gonna end up getting Gordon Haywood. Glad we did it. Gordon Haywood. He injured prone. He ain't all that. He ain't all that. We, but we knew that. But that was uh, I forgot who Boyer was on on the Knicks. But we was gonna end up bringing him in. But then Charlotte came in with the last minute swoop and gave him even more money than we did. We're they, like, wait a minute, the same person? Okay. They, <laughs> they just they wanted million. they wanted they wanted a guy to go down there mm-hmm. for the it's a they they fan bases. It's a long story. But they fan base, you know, half of they fan base ain't bright. The other half is is bright, but the other half is not. You know, they needed, they wanted, you know, Jordan wanted to bring in somebody that ain't all that for the jokers down there that ain't bright. Not for the jokers that actually really want them to win, but the jokers down there that just happy they got a team down there. So oh. that's why the reason they brought Gordon Hayward down there, and then and, and, they, um, gave all that money and they thought they thought they thought Gordon Hayward's gonna be like you know. They savior. They thought he was gonna be like the Boule Luca or Larry or something. So the dumb people down there. That's what they they thought. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I love you guys, man. Um, my fault, but yeah, I definitely I I gotta get out of here. Um, shout out to all of you guys who pulled up. You know, I appreciate all of you guys. I didn't mean to mute y'all, but I, I, I definitely, if I don't mute y'all, I'm going to sit up here. My cousin say downstairs. I told him 10 minutes. I'm recording. He's like, I, LOL. So I don't want to be too rude. Um, but I definitely appreciate all of you guys who pulled up today. Um, talk some Knicks with me. Uh, I'll make sure I have this podcast out on audio before today is over. Um, Go tune to my podcast. Go subscribe. It's on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, uh, Google Play, uh, um, Spotify. Just type in State of the New York Knicks. Um, This is episode 157. 
appreciate all of you guys who pulled up. Um, I will be recording podcasts on a regular now. I don't have a set schedule. Whenever I feel like recording, I'm going to pop up on here. Um, shout out to Nick Spaces. Hopefully, um, Nick Spaces is on later on today, and I can get on with, uh, with you guys. Um, shout outs to Brutus, Brutus, Fly, Malaysia, Champ, um, Eric B. I see you, Uncle, um, Most, Todd, Jay, um, MVP, Nick's, uh, um, Todd Bigger, Ruski, my guy, I see you, um, Leon Rose, uh, 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 New York, Tracy, Stranger, DJ, um, all of you guys, man, I appreciate all of you guys who tuned in today. Um, it's your boy State. I'm out of here. Y'all enjoy y'all Saturday. God bless. Peace out.